0: Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. Had
1: enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today.
2: Welcome to Money Making Conversations. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. It's time to stop reading other people's success stories, really. It is. And start writing your own. And I always tell people who listen or watch my show to leave with your gifts, your passions, and don't let your friends, your age, especially your age, your family, your coworkers stop you from planning or living your dreams. My interviews that I do on Money Making Conversation really are to the consumer. That can be you. Also, a business owner. That can be you. And I give you access to celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. My next guests are two dynamic people, are Uh, Patrice Covington and uh, Rebecca Naomi Jones. They are acclaimed actresses and singers, co-starring in the cast of Genius. Aretha as Irma and Carolyn Franklin. My oldest sister's name is Carolyn, so I love Carolyn. Patrice Covington is an Emmy Award winning actress, singer, teacher, author, and model. Mm. Rebecca hey. Naomi Jones <laughs> is currently featured in those Nissan Rogue 2021 National Campaign. You seen that? Mm. Tearing up stuff. She is also performing in solo concerts at Lincoln Center American Songbook, and Apollo Cafe. They're dynamic in this series. Genius. I, I saw it. And it's uh, compelling. And I've lived that lifestyle from a musical set. And let's tell you about a little background what the Genius Series is all about. It's an Emmy Award winning Anthology Series where they dramatize the fascinating stories behind brilliant innovators. In this case, it was Aretha Franklin. And uh, these two young ladies, I won't say they're young because they're younger than me. And I hope they're not offended by the term young ladies as they're being cast in the role of playing Aretha's sisters, which can be very frustrating in life. You know, it's like being the sister, to, uh, brother to uh, Tiger Woods or LeBron James and still participating in that sport. So because both of them are talented singers. And in a sense, it was to me, as I introduced them, was, there were many layers of stories that I could love to go back and just hear their story. I can go back and just hear a story about CL, Aretha's father. But this story is about Aretha and her genius. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Patrice Covington and Rebecca Naomi Jones.
3: Thank
1: you. Oh, thank you for having
2: us. Well, you know, I, first of all, um, the first time we talked, but, I, but when you see seven episodes, in uh, uh, the, the series is eight episodes, you tend to see and, 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 and first of all, be engaged by the talent, the singing talent. Let's, let's start there because that's a gift God gave you. And in this series, you know, I'm trying to figure out, are they singing? Are they lip singing? Or were they really singing? When you stand, I felt when you was in that scene where y'all were standing next to the piano and you were playing it and you were singing. I felt that you guys were actually singing that moment. And was I right or wrong? You're right. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> You're singing. So so in, in in a series where this is so driven by singing, how did these audition opportunities come up to you guys? You can answer separately because it's 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 a it's a it, you have to say when you start building your resume. This is a resume builder. This is a resume you put up and go, okay, wow, I was part of that because it is an amazing anthology series and it plays out over a series of time. You have to age a little bit. You have to be a little younger than what you really are. So uh, starting with you, Rebecca, talk about the whole process of coming on board.
1: Sure. Um, I remember that uh, the audition came uh, to my table uh, at a time when. I had a whole lot of other auditions showing up mm-hmm. as well. It was mm-hmm. must've been pilot season because it was a really busy time. Mm-hmm. And this was the only one that I had this particular week that was a taped audition instead of a live in-person audition with casting. Mm-hmm. And I remember uh, I felt really swamped and my boyfriend said, maybe you shouldn't do this one because it says Carolyn is tall. Um, <laughs> but you know, something told me that I should make the tape happen because mm-hmm. I saw that Susan Laurie Parks was attached to it mm-hmm. and she, Uh, I've known for many years in theater Mm
4: -hmm. and
1: because I knew that the role required somebody who could sing. um, And so I thought there are a couple of things that are not my height that could potentially give me a leg up into this work. And, um, you know, I actually said this to someone earlier today. What I loved was that I didn't know anything about Carolyn Franklin or Irma Franklin before uh, getting to work on this material. And mm-hmm. um, I loved the audition scene because it um, it was a long scene that took place uh, during Aretha Franklin's 50th birthday. And it's between the two sisters. And just this scene between the two of them gives you so much information about these sisters, but also their relationship with Aretha and their relationship with their father and their family as a whole. And you get a sense in this uh, material of how much they love each other and love their sister, but also um, that there is a lot of resentment and bitterness yes. and yes. complexity that yes. is present in all relationships and all families. Um, so yeah, it was a, it was a really fun audition to do. And I got to uh, do a acapella version of rock steady, which is one of my favorite reasons. Rock!
2: Songs. Don't and,
1: even
3: mess um, it up. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs>
1: and, um, yeah. So it was a great time. And then I got to do my screen test in person and it was a lot of fun. And, you know, I was I was hoping I got the job. But of course, I felt like um, the audition experience itself was actually so satisfying that if I didn't, I did my best and I would let it go. But mm-hmm. I, I left out. And
2: here Good. Patrice, now, you know, let's not be casual about this. When you say singing now, see, you had to sing. Just sang, sang, as they said in the in the black household. You can sing, girl, sing, because because at point you know, like I said, this movie wasn't based on lip syncing. You know, you had to deliver, and then also you had to deliver a level as to why these ladies could be somewhat jealous of not getting the same opportunities that Aretha was getting. Okay. You know, y'all are equally attractive, you know, but, but she had a certain extra in her. So talk about your audition process and bringing that character of Irma to the, to the stage.
3: Yeah, sure. So um, I also loved that audition scene, Rebecca, <laughs> it was such a good one. Um, and it really pulled me and pulled in my interest. Well, I I was also interested in all jobs at the time. There was (laughs) no jobs that I wasn't interested in, but I was particularly interested in this one because at the time I was actually um, on tour singing background for Christina Aguilera. We were in Vegas and I was in a Las Vegas hotel room. It was a very hectic time, much like Rebecca. Um, Mine was just that we rehearsed so much Mm -hmm. um, and we were traveling so much. I had no time, like zero time at all to get this done. I had no idea. And I'm also on the road with band guys. How am I going to get this done? You know, like they don't know how to do a self-taped audition, you know? So (laughs) thankfully, one of my background singing partners, he has a wife who is an actress and she had trained him up to know how to do a (laughs) self-tape. So I was like... Please Mm -hmm. help me. And he helped me. We did it. It's probably the quickest audition I've ever done because I just simply didn't have the time to analyze and critique. Like, why did I do that? And I wish I wouldn't have looked that way. And oh, my God, my hair looks dumb or whatever. I didn't have time to do those things because I was so busy. Mm -hmm. And so with all that being said, it was the most evident and most clear time that I've ever had something be what's for me is just for me. It would never have passed me by because I didn't have to, you know, analyze and do the most with this tape. So, um, you know, I am forever grateful. This is my very first time on TV, period, as an (laughs) acting role. I've done other things uh, like, you know, promos for Broadway shows and such. But uh, this is my first time on camera, and I'm forever grateful for this moment in time. Oh,
2: you stepped out there, girl, now. That beautiful (laughs) smile, you stepped out there. Now, in, in in this series now... Carolyn, your character really wanted to be Aretha, I like to believe. You, you really challenged the norm because the dad, who is CL, who was known as the million dollar voice, uh, in Detroit, w- saw her as the, as the prodigy. He saw her as the one and, and the, the the legacy builder. Now, in in building out these characters, because you have to kind of have a sense of background information and where you're going to take the character and not overstep what the character is to deliver, would you want to compete naturally? Talk about that process and making it real.
1: Well, I think, um, you know, as an actress of a certain level who has, um, you know, done a lot of exciting roles on Broadway, um, and done some versions of some, some levels of roles on TV and film, um, but is still in the process of, you know, building a career. Right. I think a lot of what both Patrice and I, um, were tasked to portray is something that comes naturally for us because it is such a journey when you believe you have something inside of you to offer. And in some ways that dream is, um, you know, that dream is happening for you. It's, it's coming true. And in some ways you're still sort of building it and, um, and, and manifesting it and dreaming it. And, um, and I think that these characters really have that. I don't think they necessarily wanted to be Aretha, but I think they wanted, I think they wanted to be Irma. They wanted to be Carolyn and they wanted to have all of the opportunity that Aretha had. And I think, um, I think that, uh, desire and that deep yearning um you know for your potential to be realized and for your um star power to be realized is something that we can sort of easily you know dig into and chew chew on um but yeah I think uh you know I think it's also very natural um, for me uh who to wanna to dig into this role? Because my father was also a musician who passed away before realizing all of his dreams. And mm-hmm. so it's it was it was something that um just felt right
2: now. I don't I, your question. Now when I when I listen to this Patrice, it's like, this is we're talking about this series, this is the series, an anthology series, eight episodes, you know. they from 45 minutes, I think the longest episode, maybe 50-something minutes. But never, never did I feel taxed in watching this series. Why would you think someone would want to watch? an anthology series on the reach of Franklin.
3: There's so much to uncover about this woman. Her music is truly embedded in the fabric of our lives. And we know that we love her music. We know she was the queen and that there's no one better, mm-hmm. but her story is so complex. It's so multifaceted. It's so beautiful. It's so sad. At times, it's full of overcoming and conquering. It's full of sisterhood, all things that we all need encouragement with all the time. Um, what we get to unfold a lot of is about her, how active her activism was. Right. right now, everybody's trying to figure out how to be an activist in their own right and whatever it is that they can do. And so it's encouraging. in your real life right now is so much to learn and so much to apply to your life.
2: You know, it's really amazing because I want to get into some of the cast members because they were it, a series like this great has to be carried by talent. You are two very talented individuals that stood out in the series. Then you go to my man Courtney B. Vance, who played CL. Whoa! Okay, that's a that's a whole they could have done an eight-episode doc on, on his behind because he <laughs> I'm gonna tell y'all something. Just watch the series to see the dad. Just, just watch the series for the dad, because the dad gonna mess you up cl franklin is gonna mess you up as a preacher he breaks all the preacher rules he breaks all of the preacher rules if there's some rules for preachers and you're pk he gonna he gonna make you want to just be a drug addict he gonna make you want to just go into detox for life this man cl is i ain't never met a preacher like in my life he was part uh uh womanizer he was a part uh i say he was all part womanizer he was a, a somewhat of a drunk he uh he he spent the, the 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 parishioners money at will he was uh he was special now that's see that's called to v am, am i wrong ladies did i did i you are
3: correct okay, not wrong if,
2: if i deviate y'all feel free to, to say rishon now you lying you stretching the truth okay <laughs> now Wexler, you know, Wexler was there, you know, the always a white man. That was his character. I tell telling black folks what to do, pushing they, you know, I don't think that's a good move. You might alien always thinking about their pocketbook, but not worrying about the cause. That was my man (laughs) playing the Wexler character. Yeah, David Cross. David Cross. Cross. He was he was incredible. Uh, uh, his talents. He was. He's an original talent. It was really interesting when I saw the uh, because I saw the Aretha uh special, when she uh, the documentary. I saw it. It was just so amazing. And I'm I'm gonna ask you guys. You gotta, either one, you can answer this. When you, you know, I I I've seen history. I've lived the history of Aretha Franklin through, you know, Jet magazine, Ebony, songs when you guys were going through the process and and certain information was being revealed to you, how did you react to it?
3: Um, well, I think that, you know, some things we still don't really know the right. answers to, you know, <laughs> there's a lot that is still just left to the viewer. <laughs> uh, you know, there's some things that we'll just never know. Yes. Um, and I mean, I've heard rumors of, of certain things all my life. Mm-hmm. Um Not all my life, but my adult life. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and and at that point it was quite shocking to me to learn that Aretha had a baby at 12 years old. Um, those types of stories are always going to be shocking to someone who's like the queen of soul. Like, you know, I grew up with her music. I knew it was gospel music, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you know, I know her foundation was 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 church. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely shocking, I think that. There's so much more to her life, though. And and what's more important is how she overcame and continued to overcome until she got out of here. Like, always overcoming. Mm -hmm. I think that's the most important part.
4: It's finally here, the season of celebration. And no matter how you celebrate with family and friends, whether you're preparing for Reyes Magos or Karamu, lighting the menorah, or going to Midnight Mass, Kohl's has just what you need to make those traditions special.
0: T E R dot
2: You know, I I had the fortunate like because uh, Steve Harvey and I managed him for sixty years. So I had a, I had a, the blessing of meeting Rita several times. And she really did cook fried chicken, by the way. I knew that for a fact because the woman could cook. Okay, and <laughs> also she loved popcorn too, by the way. <laughs> so, but when you when you look at a movie like Cynthia Erivo, who starred in the lead role, and you see, I saw, I fell in love with her and Harriet. I saw that movie Harriet where she starred as Harriet Tubman and I got an opportunity to see how she effortlessly um played this role. You know, you know when you see a, a talent like that and you know cuz we all compare ourselves and say wow, well, how does that work? Uh, how did how, give me some feedback on watching a talent like that because we all have aspirations to be that lead. And then seeing her go through the process of aging, going through, she was, uh, she was physically abused. She was, uh, you know, she was, she was, uh, you know, it, it was uh, her relationship with Dr. Martin Luther King. She had that in that process, being a spiritual leader, being a physical leader, being a, being a, a you know, dealing with the, the, the what happened to her mom in real life. She had a she had a See that emotion through the process, as well as the overall, I, I you know disconnect with her dad. It was a disconnect, you know. Then her grandmother played by the incredible Pauletta Washington. I can't forget not giving her compliments because she was awesome. And I've known her for many years. So give me give me some feedback, and you you know on, on your take on it as well.
1: You know, one thing that I loved watching Cynthia was that I think she really was able to dig into. Um, sort of the quiet self-protection that Aretha had. Yes, I think um, you know we were also lucky to receive um, Aretha's, you know, Aretha's sort of entire soul through her voice, her singing mm-hmm. voice, and her music in general and her genius. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, as we all know, she's she was a very private person by design. Right and um, and I think Cynthia really um, locked into that aspect of her. I think she was really smart about how she was um, on set and how she dug into this character because she was very quiet about it. She didn't o- she didn't overly um, talk too much about it. I think she kept a lot of her work um, internal, and um, and then we got to see it sort of slowly unravel out of her the way Aretha was in terms of her allowing people to slowly, um, you know, be let in to who she was. And so the same thing happens with Cynthia where suddenly she's singing and she, this voice opens up and we're getting a real sense of who she is.
2: Right. Now, you know, and I can't forget T.I. Tip was, i am tell you something. That boy right there can act. I, 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 he does comedy well. He, I know he can rap. But he was, he was, uh, you know, I was just saying, he was sexy. Tip was, he was sexy. <laughs> I, I'm coming out look at that little mustache, that little afro. I'm like, he right? was working it. He was working it. With that little deep voice, T.I. was, uh, T.I. was on point in this series. I was yes. telling it yeah, is so
3: many. funny too. And then Very Luke, funny.
2: And my boy Luke James, he dipped in there. And, the, and the, I ain't going to tell y'all, no character. I'm just going to let y'all know T.I. is in the bad boy. He clowns. Luke James coming there super sexy. No, chocolate drop. Chocolate drop. That is true. That is true. We just, had a very
1: it, fun day on set oh with him. Oh my God. You know, and
2: you guys, your characters, you know, they, 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 let's talk about that. The, the, the stepping back and wearing those uh those time you know, compliant clothes, you know, the the bathing suit that you wear wearing there, you know, at the pool side with Aretha in your <laughs> character, you know, and you up there that nice little outfit singing them songs. You know, <laughs> I'm looking at Carolyn Earl. I said they fine. They, they I'm, you know, I'm going back because I was I was active in those years. I'm going like, oh they could work. they could work. They can. <laughs> so, so how much fun did you guys have going into the wardrobe room?
3: That the, most <laughs> the most fun. The most fun. Jennifer Bryant, our costume designer, mm-hmm. I just, you know, every time I went into a fitting, it was my whole thing it was a going right. joke because I would say, OK, no, this is my favorite. <laughs> every time it was my favorite outfit. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I loved her designs. I felt comfortable. I felt cute. I felt sexy. I loved how we grew, you know, our fashions grew with us, um, but still was appropriate, you know, and making us feel Fly all throughout the years, you know, we weren't, we weren't poor people. So we had good (laughs) goals. Very fancy, Very sexy. We loved Mm it. It, We loved it. Oh, yeah.
2: We know that's why I just, you know, when I, when they do time pieces, right. You know, they spent the money on this time piece. You know, the, the the hair, the afros looked like they were right. You didn't see no little pieces falling off. I said, oh, <laughs> they, they working there. They got the budget for the hair up in this show here. The clothes fit. I mean, I get mad, child, when I see time period. especially black people time period pieces. And you can see the little hair on the edge kind of popping off the sides. It's to be a sideburn right they did the money right. They did the the scene discovery right. Talk about being involved with a production that says, you know, some we're going to spend the money. And you can lead Patrice or Rebecca, either one you can take lead on this question because it's it's and both of them can respond after the other one responds as well. It's really great to be treated special and allowed to tell your story with a budget that allows you to tell your story. Correct?
1: You're absolutely right. I think it makes such a difference in how you feel like you can do your job Mm -hmm. because you know Mm -hmm. that other people Mm -hmm. are being given the access to do their job right. And Mm -hmm. so it just makes what you have to do that much easier. It made Mm -hmm. what we had to do so much easier because Jennifer Bryant had our backs with these beautiful costumes that fit us perfectly. And (laughs) Miss Louisa was making these wigs that were... So stunning, but also really fit our natural hair textures and mm-hmm. our face shapes, and mm-hmm. you know and we had Marietta in the in the makeup department and her entire team just you know making our faces look beautiful, but also like we made our faces look that right. way, not mm-hmm. like a makeup team made our face look that way, I mean everything was taken care of mm-hmm. so we could take care of these characters
3: yeah, I would agree with that one hundred percent, and it also you know every all of these. People who led these departments were black women. Come on now. Come on now. Say it one more time. All of the department heads were black women. They were 100% black women and they led. They led their teams with just the most esteem. They were so distinguished and they were very clear. Um, They made us, I just keep using the word comfortable because I never, I never worried about my hair. I never worried about my makeup. Um, I definitely never worried about clothes. Like we were comfortable all the time. And if there, if there ever were a concern, mm-hmm. uh, a question, I would just be like, hey, um, my pants are too tight. Right. <laughs> it would give me a, a bigger size pants. Like it was right, it was right, never right, anything. It was right, just right, always Girl, right. work, repeat, make it work, open. make it work.
2: You ain't in that scene long. Going out with them tight pants. None of that. <laughs> out there all, uncomfortable. <laughs> I'll show you, would you let me change these pants. They show it's tight riding up on me. <laughs> but that's but you know the, the beauty of watching. We're talking. I'm talking to Patrice Covington and Rebecca and Naomi Jones in regards to the anthology series uh, called Genius. It premieres on National Geo um, this uh, Sunday, March 21st. I, not only am I recommending this, and I'm just so fortunate to be able to talk to two talented people because when I get to see something like that, and I and I and it, it takes me to an a, level of imagination because you guys are gifted. You have gifts. And those gifts that you allowed me to share were like seeing, you know, like a, like a, like I knew when you were really singing, i going, wow. You know, that's, that's a blessing. And so I, I have to believe that you guys understand your blessing and you uh, feel very fortunate to be able to share them in an entertainment form. Like I know this is your first television ser- series and applause. And uh, But again, it's going to be more, it's going to be movies. And I know you, you know, you have to doing all your thing, you know, miss Thane. you know, but, but how, how's life? What is the future for each one of you?
3: Don't go first,
2: Becca.
1: Uh, the future is fabulous. Uh,
2: oh, right, you yeah. know, she's going to go there, little, go there with the fabulous,
1: the fabulous, I, the, the fabulous, the fabulous. <laughs> honey, the future is fabulous. Come on now, come on. <laughs> I can assure you that. Um, yeah, there are, there are little little projects coming coming um, right. mm-hmm. forth uh, here and there that mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to speak about yet. But, I, believe um, me. But, you I, know, I'm, I'm mm. still waiting for that next big thing, but I'll, I'll let you know.
2: And, and guess what? And feel free to come on my show. Uh, I'd like to believe that I developed a relationship with you two that, that allows – I, I trust the opportunities. And I, I've been in the entertainment business, you know, started writing on TV shows in 92. I know how this thing works. Sometimes all the auditions come on the same day and then they go months and there's no audition. And you'll be, you be going, God, what's going on? I've been broke for six months. Now the day I ain't broke, I got five auditions and didn't get none of them. So what, 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 where are we going with this? And that's the really, Patrice, you can expound just on just life and just tell people who try to make this business work for themselves, what enthusiasm, what points of uh, support can you give them or uh, advice when you hit those low points? Because the highs are incredible, and it's worth it. But when you hit those low points, you gotta dig out of them and realize that's part of the process,
3: yeah. well, in this business, we have way more nos than yeses. I mean, we audition sometimes you can audition four, five, seven times a week, yes, and get nothing. yes. When I booked this job, It was the only job I booked that year outside of, you know, background singing and doing other things, you know. But I think what's important is creating and not waiting. Mm -hmm. That's one. Mm -hmm. Speaking things as if they already are. Mm -hmm. And then just always being generous with light. So I have this um this saying, this motto that is trademark. So don't try to steal it Russian McDonald's. It's don't be a star, be a galaxy. Okay. Oh, I heard <laughs> that.
2: it was in your bio, Stop putting it in your bio now. I saw that now. Okay, yes.
3: So what that means, it means so many things. When I first created it, it was about, you know, just being being sparkly and mm-hmm. you know, being a star. But as as the years have gone on, it has gone on to mean just sharing like, you know, if Rebecca and I see an audition that we think is right for the other, I'm going to tell Rebecca, I know that what's mine is mine. Mm -hmm. It will never pass me by. Mm -hmm. I'm always going to shine light on her talent because I think she's an amazing talent. No star shines bright without the next star next to it shining. There's so much more. There's enough for everybody. So Mm -hmm. I just think when, what you give out is what you Give in what you are, what you will receive. So um, just keep being nice. Believe that karma is a real thing mm-hmm. and create, don't wait. I,
2: okay. That Patrice, uh, Reverend Patrice has spoken. Amen. Uh, Deacon and and read to your
3: pockets and give me all your offering money. Hey, hey,
2: hey, if, if, you know, C.L. will be asking for it. Reverend C.L. Franklin will be asking for it played by Courtney B. Vance. And I'd be, re- be remiss not to talk about the very talented young actress who played the role of young Aretha Franklin who carries her because you know this This is an anthology so they do a lot of flashbacks so just because you see a character in the first episode you're going to see them throughout the whole episode because you're doing because it allows you to see what makes Aretha at this point of her life what happened in her life at that age that made her either hard made her soft more than emotional maybe made her not trust anybody, because that was a big thing about trust in her life. You know, it came up with Ted and it came up with her father, C.L. So in closing, Rebecca, you know, you know, I, you know, uh, Deacon, 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 Treason spoke now. Uh, uh,
3: <laughs> Deaconess, Deacon, thank you very
2: much. There you go. You know, she's passed the plate, but ain't nobody put no money in it yet. OK, Rebecca, <laughs> they looking at the plate. They're going, should we bring us on home? (laughs) This is Aretha, the genius series. It's going to premiere on uh, National Geo March 21st, starring Patrice Covington, Rebecca Naomi Jones. Bring me on home, girl. Uh, I'm at the altar. I just want to join the church. Come on.
1: Oh, you're amazing!
2: (laughs) You know, my thing you guys are amazing. The heck with all these compliments! I I watched all seven episodes on Sunday. Okay, I'm just telling you. I I I started at one o'clock in the middle of March Madness, and I didn't stop. I forgot watching basketball because you know you watch one episode, you know you know Netflix got you all wired up, you know into binge watching, and and I go, okay, I'm going, okay, okay, episode two. Episode three, okay. I look at the minute of 45 minutes. I got 45 minutes. I did not finish till 9.30 last night. And I was <laughs> mad, because they only sent me seven episodes. And it's an wow. eight-episode series, because I got to wait till the end. And it's going to be worth it. I'm passing the passing the information line about how great this series is. More importantly, I got to introduce America and my fan base to you two fantastic actresses and singers. And the, the, the blessings yeah. are going to continue. And know I'm a fan. And when I say I'm a fan, your boy, I got six sisters, okay? I got six sisters. My oldest sister's name is Carolyn. So you know there's some love in this conversation and what y'all brought to the series Aretha, the genius series and anthology series about Aretha Franklin. Thank you for coming on Money Making Conversations.
1: Thank you. you.
2: If you want to hear more interviews on Money Making Conversations, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I am your host.